Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Rejoice. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to come and to just hear from you, Father. I pray that we would just be ready to hear whatever you have for us and that we would go out and we would be doers of your word and not hearers only. Thank you, Father, uh, just for the opportunity to uh, live in America and a country where we have the ability to worship you freely. I pray that we would not take that for granted. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Shelby. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about rejoicing or joy. Nehemiah 8.10 in the New King James says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I know we all like strength. Psalm 16, verses 8 and 9 in the New King James Bible says, I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest or dwell securely in hope. So folks, the verse says we set the Lord before us always and therefore our heart is glad. See, if we don't set the Lord before us, we really can't have true Bible joy. You know, we could have worldly happiness, but see... It's like having pleasure in sin that's for a season. It doesn't really give you joy like the the Lord will give you. Right, Shelby? Yes, sir. Actually, I had a verse that goes right along with that. In John 15, verse 9, it says, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And then verse 11 goes on to say, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. So, in order to have fullness of joy or complete happiness, we got to do what the Bible says. If we get off onto the wrong path, kind of like we've talked about before, and we go the way of the world or our own thoughts about, you know, I think that this would be a great thing to go out and do, but the Bible says other or contrary to what you're thinking, then we're not going to be in complete joy and have complete peace because we're not following God's perfect plan. You know, I love how the Bible all throughout it talks about that God gives us perfect peace or shalom, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. So in order to have that perfect peace and to live out a life full of happiness and joy, we've got to obey and do what the Bible says. Amen. Ecclesiastes 2.26 in the Amplified Bible says, For to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and collecting, so that he may give to one who pleases God. See, folks, when we please God, he gives us wisdom, knowledge, and joy. So that joy, again, comes through God. And how do we please him? We please him by serving him and by living for Jesus and not living for ourselves. You know, the the greatest commandment to love God, right? And then to love your neighbor. So we can't please God if we're not living for God. Yeah, that's really good. Another verse that I wanted to read was in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. And it says, Rejoice always. 
So one of my dad's many famous quotes, because he only tells me about five pieces of advice over and over and over again, one of them is choose happiness. So if I'm grumpy and having a bad day and we're talking on the phone or something, that seems to always come up. Shelby, you got to choose happiness. And sometimes I get mad or irritated by that. But really, that advice just, it rings true, right? Happiness is a choice. You can choose to walk around and be grumpy and be upset or be rude to someone. But you can also choose to not do any of that and to just walk with the Lord, right? Jesus had people spit on him and he's up on the cross and they're mocking him and scourging him. And he says, Father, forgive them. So he chose to just walk in love. And sometimes I'm really working on that myself is that, you know, happiness is a choice. Regardless of circumstances, we can choose to be happy and walk in the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Shelby. That was good. And if anybody needs to know any of my other famous sayings, please feel free to contact us because the kids love them. <laughs> but Hebrews 12, 2 in the New King James, looking unto Jesus, the author or originator and finisher or perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, Jesus had joy because what was set before him. See, he saw us and what he was doing to set us free and offer us an opportunity for eternity in heaven. But, you know, he looked forward to that. And that's what we have to do. A lot of times we can get caught up on the negativity of what's going on, the circumstances of life, right? But we need to keep focused on the mark, especially in these end times, folks, we're supposed to be thinking about Jesus coming back. And how can we not have joy thinking about Jesus coming back in the eastern sky when we'll rise, first the dead in Christ and those of us on the earth that have Jesus in our heart will rise to meet him in the clouds to go to be with him forever for eternity. Praise God. Yes, sir. That's good. And hey, guys, another thing, when I'm upset or maybe maybe life's not, I'm not having a very good day or something happened or somebody was mean to me, maybe Tyler, you know, my brother. But, uh, you know, sometimes we just got to choose to do things that we know would make a, will make us happy. For me, I love praising the Lord, listening to praise and worship music and singing. That just, uh, that just really brings me a lot of joy. I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but, you know, it's a sweet sound into God's ear when he hears us praising him. And so there's just something about being thankful, too. That's another thing. So sometimes it's really easy, even living in America, right? We have all this stuff that is kind of almost handed to us. We're very blessed and fortunate, but sometimes we can forget to give God the credit for where we are. So we got to just learn to not look at ourselves, right? One of my favorite things that dad and I talk about too a lot is we sing the little me song. It's all about me, 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 me. But you know, it's it's not about us really. If we're really living for Jesus, we're going to be living our lives for other people. And so when we get our focus off ourselves and onto other people and just being thankful and being generous, then that generates joy because that's how Jesus lived and expressed joy as he, he lived his life for others. And we want to follow in his example. Amen. Thank you, Shelby. Well, let's do a tougher verse. 1 Thessalonians 1, 6, the New King James. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word with much affliction, with joy of the Holy Spirit. 
See, they chose to receive the word even during affliction. And a lot of times, you know, we get in this cush America mentality that, man, we got everything perfect and we've got fast food restaurants. We want our food in 15 seconds. We get to the drive through window and sometimes we have a little too easy. And see, these folks chose to, to receive the word with much affliction, but they chose to walk in the joy of the Holy Spirit. See, when we're born again, the Holy Spirit is in us. And he is full of all those fruits of the Spirit, right? So that means we are, and one of those is joy, praise God. So we just have to choose sometimes to let the joy that's already in us to come out, Shelby. Yes, sir. And that verse that you're talking about is in Galatians 5, 22, and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So guys, we really do. I got to challenge myself with this sometimes because it's really easy to just let what's going on around us be upsetting or especially right now, the world we live in, there's there's a lot of chaoticness and just uncertainty. And so really, this is the time to cling to Jesus because he is our source of hope, our source of joy. And so when we're focusing on Jesus and we're, we're looking unto him instead of looking at all the problems around us, then it's going to be a lot easier to be happy. But if we're focusing on our situation, then that's when you can fall into that unhappiness. Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, We choose to rejoice. We choose to be joyful because we know it's inside of us. We don't have to manufacture it or try to to, uh, drum it up. It's already in us. And we choose to walk in what you put in us. And Father, so we thank you for all those fruits of the Spirit. But today we especially thank you for joy and happiness, Father. And especially as we look forward to being with you in heaven for eternity. Father, so I curse sadness in people that are listening to this podcast and thank you that they'll walk in the joy of the Lord and that it is their strength in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us by phone at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.